Shut up and sit down. Welcome to the Absolute Worst Podcast. I'm Allison Royer. And I'm Dana Powell. Each week in our show, we seek and give free therapy by telling you our problems, asking us to tell us your problems, and we just pray to God that any of it works out. <laughs> we're basically Dana. we're basically the opposite of Oprah. I was just wondering if we needed to start over because you said asking us to tell us your us, us problems. Did us. I? You Did said I do us it like five times. Did I? I don't know. Okay, she's we, not supposed we have a to guest. talk. Molly, don't say anything. Don't say anything. <laughs> you looked at her. <laughs> well, as everybody knows, I get very nervous when we have guests. Yes. I can hardly keep it together. I get very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let me just say a couple things. Um, we have a guest today. You probably know who she is because we posted a story about her a couple weeks ago as a spoiler. Then I got 15 packages delivered at the same time that she walked in the... <laughs> Huge my packages. Humongous packages that aren't going to fit in my house. And both Dana and our special secret guest said that I have to keep them because they're presents for my daughter, even though they're 17 times bigger than literally any other piece of furniture in my apartment. Okay. So our guest today is very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, she has these hilarious videos on the YouTube. They're called The Break Womb. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gave us both books today for um, her blog, which is Catalog Living. You've probably heard of it. It's very hilarious. Super funny. I'm going to get her to sign my book while she's here. Me too. She's a teacher and performer all around Los Angeles. Molly Erdman is here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Hi. And Hi. most importantly, OG listener. Yes. That's yes. so well, awesome. I don't I mean, it. I will say it was sporadic okay. for a while, uh-huh. yeah. and then I hit uh, like, and then I hit the ground. Well, literally, not literally running, walking. <laughs> right, you were an important part of my walking uh, uh, routine. routine. Yes, oh, that's awesome. Which I then stopped doing when it got super hot. But yeah. for a while, you were in there in now, my brain every day. It's too hot to walk right now. No, too have hot you for always walked? No. It was a, a new initiative. Yeah. I started doing it this spring because I just felt like a tub of lard. Uh, <laughs> How funny because and, uh, I look at you and I'm like, she's an angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. She's like a tanned well, I, angel. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's part of it. It's a tanning routine. Yeah. Not anything at all. <laughs> and, but yeah, I started doing it in the morning. Like I, I get up in the morning with my daughter. I get her ready for school. My husband takes her to school. And as soon as he would leave, I would go on like a... 45 minute walk. Okay. And it became really important. Now I don't do it anymore, but it became really important, like sort of a little meditative. And and it got to the point where like, I wouldn't feel great if I didn't do it. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is what some people say happens with exercise. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So Uh, yeah. Did you track how many miles you were like, do you have a sense of? Yeah, it was usually, uh, it's usually around two miles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I would pass the same people in the neighborhood. (laughs) The same dogs. Uh And and I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back to it, but I just, I tried a couple days when it was hot in the morning. It's just, I don't like being hot no it's unreasonable i can't do it so no nor should you yeah so you i think are stalking me for a multitude of reasons we've Mm -hmm. lived in three of the same cities yes yeah and i gosh is that true isn't that crazy so you're from dallas i'm from dallas you went to college in boston yes in medford in medford yeah then you were in chicago yes which you know as somebody who grew up in chicago and was a improviser in chicago for those of you that don't know like the absolute apex of success for comedians in Chicago is to be on the main stage of Second City, which you have achieved. Which I got to do. Yes. And you were on the same cast as Brian Gallivan, yes, who was, was a, a yeah. guest on this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you performed in front of our previous president, Barack Obama. I did. And you wow. have a you have a pic with him. I do. I have a picture of him and um, my now husband was in the cast with me at the time. And like, to date, probably the most wonderful gesture he ever made is we all like hustled backstage. We had like 20 seconds to take this picture and we just all sort of fell into a certain lineup and he switched places with me because uh-huh. he was next to Obama <gasps> and he's like, you get next to him. <gasps> I was like, I like have goosebumps even saying oh, it, but it's like my love. favorite thing. He also has his hand on my ass in the picture. <laughs> of course. That is so joke. Wait, Barack Obama? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, that really is incredible. 
Was he your boyfriend then? Yes. Oh, he was. Okay, yes. got it. Thank yeah. goodness. No kidding. <laughs> That's how we started dating. Yeah. <laughs> and then I met Molly because when you moved out here, she was on a Herald team in the same hour that I was. Yes. Oh, okay. But I also knew who you were because when Molly came around, all the boys were like, oh, Ma- I've been in love with Molly Ooh, for years and cute. years and years. Yeah. Did you and Joe move? So um, Molly's husband is also um, comedian. Can I like say his name? Is that weird? Oh, you can say it. Okay, great. So she's married to another um, improviser actor in Los Angeles. His name is Joe Canale. Yes. And he has his own videos and stuff. He does too. Yeah. He does um, a lot of sports related right. uh, comedy. Yeah, yeah. But don't you, aren't you and, in it sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. We, okay. We do a thing together sometimes. We were doing this thing called The Sports Widow, <laughs> which was his idea, but allegedly my podcast. Okay. Right. Basically. But it, it start. he's a sports lunatic. Mm. So we were doing this thing of like me talking about how I've learned to appreciate sports because like when someone you love loves something, you want to kind of participate. Mm. Participate. Yeah. yeah. And so it was sort of like the guide to sports for people who don't love sports. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's since kind of transformed into something else. But I make occasional appearances. It's fun when you do. I love that. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Now, um, Here's just some fun facts. Uh, I always say fun facts, and then it's something like totally horrific. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So get ready. I mean, I have one fact that is fun. What? What, Didn't you do a bunch of Sonic commercials? Oh, that's funny. I wasn't going to mention that. Yeah. Uh How dare you? I'm sorry. How dare you? I'm sorry. I'm still clinging to that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. About, uh, I think it's 10 years ago or so that we stopped doing them. Maybe more than that now. But but you were kind of like the Sonic girl. Yeah. So there's the the ones they still have, which have now been running for like 15 years with the two guys, Pete and TJ. Mm -hmm. Um, So they brought on myself and this guy, Brian Husky, which you know him if you saw him. He does a ton of stuff. He's He's hilarious. Um, So they brought us on as a couple. And then we did like a five-year campaign, which was delightful, which then abruptly stopped due Mm -hmm. to a letter writing campaign uh, (gasps) because they didn't like some, you know, satirical video that Brian did for The Onion. Are Uh, you serious? Yeah. A bunch of people like wrote in and they they didn't use us anymore after that. Oh, my gosh. That's how easy our careers are to thwart. Like write a letter and we're done. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. Yeah. So it was Great. Well, Sorry, I brought that up. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Wait, I know. I More it was fun- horror. More yeah. fun facts about Molly. <laughs> so we're just going to go through all the jobs you've lost yeah, up to this it. point. <laughs> well, one thing that I remember, because we... It's like, you know, you become Facebook friends with people inexplicably. But, like, I remember kind of watching your process when you were pregnant. You lost all your hair. Yes. And and so, like, just tell us a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. So I – it was about six months into my pregnancy, I started getting, like, a really itchy scalp. Mm-hmm. Like, crazy – like, with a mosquito bite, you yeah. know, if you start scratching it, it's going to get worse. Stop. And it, yeah. it was my whole head. And um, I went to get my hair done and I told the person who's done my hair forever, I was like, I don't think we can color it because my scalp itches. And she's like, OK, we'll just condition and whatever. And she noticed a like quarter size patch of hair that was missing in the back. And she was like, I think it's just me- might be stress related or something. You know, the body's so crazy when you're pregnant and blah, blah, blah. And then that was just the beginning of it. And it, over the course of the next weeks, like I would just brush my hair over the trash can oh and my like gosh. and I have a lot of hair yeah and it would just be like a, a person's worth of hair yeah. coming out every time and so long story short I um got my doctor to retest my thyroid because they had tested it when I first got pregnant because I was over 35 and they do the battery of tests yeah mm-hmm. um and they didn't want to do it they're like no we already did it we already <sighs> did it and my mom and my grandmother both had a history of, um, now I don't remember which I have, hypothyroidism. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That happened like later. Like my, I think it happened to my grandmother after she uh, had a baby and I forget with my mom. But my mom was the one that was like, you got to push for this. And right. so I did. Be your own health be advocate. We talk about this on the show yeah. a lot. You have to be your yeah. own advocate. Mm-hmm. And it's hard too because my parents are both doctors. Mm. So like... I know a lot of people, my husband being one of them, are like anti-doctor. They think of mm. them as mechanics of mm-hmm. like they're just going to keep charging you for right. stuff. Mm-hmm. Trying to get money. Right. Uh-huh. And and I, I really trust doctors. It yeah. was really hard for me to be like, I had to fight for this myself. 
So it did turn out to be my thyroid. It wasn't even that low, but it was low enough that like, this is the weird thing that it triggered. And wow. a lot of people have low thyroid and this doesn't happen, obviously. Um, so they put me on medication, but my doctor was basically like, this cycle is going to finish out. Like your follicles have died. You're wow. probably going to lose all your hair. But the good news is once you deliver, it's probably going to grow back. And it did. Like wow. within four days, I had like stubble growing <laughs> But you in. did lose all of your uh, hair. Yeah. By the time... Um, on my due date, I went to my appointment and they were like, you're not having this baby anytime soon. And I was so upset. And I had like, <laughs> Joe describes it as Gollum hair. <laughs> oh, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so accurate because it was just like five little wisps oh, of hair. Oh my gosh. And so we got home from that appointment and I told him like, shave it, just shave it. Yeah. And he did. And I felt so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, it started to grow back. Wow. And the one little patch that my hair person found was the last thing to grow back. Wow. Is that crazy? That's weird. <laughs> that is. Yeah. And so, no, I thought you said your mom is a psychiatrist. She is. But she's a doctor. She can prescribe drugs. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. So she went to medical school. Yeah. Gives drugs. Psychologist, which is what I am. No. Right, right. No. <laughs> <laughs> Therapists and psychologists cannot... Cannot prescribe drugs. Right. Right. Wait, is a therapist not a psychologist? No. What? What's the difference? There's different types of degrees. Degrees. And some of them are like licensed social workers and okay, Or um, marriage and family therapists. You know, there's different... Yeah. Well, obviously yeah. I do know because that's what I am. Right, now, right, right. Yeah. One of the things we talked about, because I stalked you on the telephone, people know I love talking on the phone. I is do not. You don't like talking on the no, phone? I hate it. <laughs> do you hate it? No, you talk to me. I talk, yeah. Sarah? Yeah. Use your mic. I don't have a mic right now. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. We didn't have another cord. No, I couldn't find one. I got to oh, get no. another cord. Oh, She's going to get it back, you guys. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you're an apartment dweller. I am. Yes. How are you doing with that? I mean, at this point, I'm resigned to it. You are. The only upside right now is that we happened, when we moved into our apartment seven years ago, uh, it was just kind of random. Like, we liked it, and it was near where we lived before. Uh, And we happened to be in a great school district. Yes. Um, Wonderful. And my daughter starts public school next week, so it's like, well, I guess we're here for (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Because we could absolutely never afford to buy in our neighborhood. I mean, we can't afford to buy, period, but in our neighborhood, forget it. Yeah. So now I feel like, you know what? It's fine. It's, we like the place. We've sort of, you know, gradually pared down so that we feel like we can move in there and that our daughter has enough space and everything. And, And it is, that's, we have to live with it. So you've gotten into acceptance, which I haven't done yet. Yeah, okay. yeah. good schooling is it's a, such a major yeah. thing out here. It oh, made God. a huge difference because then I had friends who had houses, and I was very jealous of that. But then they were scrambling to figure out oh, where to totally. send their kids we're to gonna, school. Mm-hmm. Next year is for us when we, like because Henry's in programming because he was premature, right, so right. we got state funded programming like good schooling and stuff like that. So next year that ends, and I'm like. I don't know because mm-hmm. we don't live in a yeah. great district. It's really stressful, yeah. And it's and it's you know it it it's not something you never think about. Even early on, we were looking for a three bedroom apartment when I was pregnant, and even then, I thought should we be thinking about school districts? Right. And we were like, no, no, no that's years away. We'll have we'll so, be so much rich money by then. Right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I do. Uh, my daughter just finished up preschool, and. My mom helped us pay for preschool. And so it was a nice preschool mm-hmm. and everyone there had like real jobs and things like that. <laughs> and I don't know, I'm sure there were people, but I knew of no one else at this preschool who lived in an apartment. I think oh, there were a few yeah. people who had a condo, yeah, but right. it was a lot of like people in these really nice houses yeah. and things like that. And I, I really did have that sort of like pretty in pink. I don't want you to see where I live. Yeah. Yes. Of, yeah. Like Va- my daughter Valerie wanted to have people over for play dates. And I was like, ah, yeah. Uh. And you know what? Eventually, I just bit the bullet. Yeah, and did, and it's fun. Like yeah. nobody cares. Are, and if they do, they're not who them. you want to be. Around. <laughs> they should do. Yeah, yeah, then they should give you yeah. a house if right, they care. Right. So that's what <laughs> they're going to be dicks we're, about it. We're gunning for is like invite us to live with you. Yeah. Right, you have plenty of room. Right. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Rude. Right. Exactly. People uh-huh. are rude. Right. People are so rude. <laughs> this is the last fun fact, and then I want to get into some feedback Sad because it's, facts. <laughs> <laughs> this one is a fun. So just a quirk. Mm. Um, but I love when people listen. I like to read 
um, the feed. Usually when we have guests, I don't read feedback because sometimes our guests have never heard our show. They just mm-hmm. roll in and do their thing. Um, but you do. And so I wanted to get to some feedback so we can hear what you've thought about maybe some previous episodes oh, or great. it's your chance to get your, <laughs> your input in. Um, but randomly, so your English teacher was the mom of the two girls of the Dixie Chicks. Yes. Wait, excuse me? Dana. <laughs> I the mean, gir- the sisters and the Dixie Chicks, yeah. their mom was her English teacher. I was in high school orchestra with them. Can you stand what? it? Uh-huh. I am such a huge Dixie. That's the first concert adult really? I ever went to oh. that yeah. wasn't Christian. She can't even yeah. talk. Yeah. Is it not Christian? Dixie no. Chicks is not like a Christian <laughs> concert. That's the first concert I, I chose to go to here in California at oh, Staples. Nice. It was incredible. Yeah. 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 They, um, the, uh, Do you Emily- still know them? No. I said that too. No. I was like, did no. they ask you to be in the band? And you were like, I'm good. I want to do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I played flute in the orchestra. Yes. I was like, aren't you guys looking for a flautist? <laughs> a, f- a country uh, flautist? A country flautist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, I was in orchestra with them and their mom was my eighth grade English teacher. That's incredible. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. That really was a fun fact. Yes. That's not fun. a medical that's thing. That's always or... my, whenever there's those awful auditions where it's like, and tell us a fact about yourself. Mine's like, oh, I went to school with two out of three Dixie chicks. Nice. <laughs> Mine that's is always, one. I have alcoholism. What's ah. yours? <laughs> Mine is always, I had a sugar glider, a flying squirrel yes. for 14 oh, years. That's good. Yeah. 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 I mean, nice. you can't top that. <laughs> this is, um, okay. So if you want to write anything to us, you never know who's going to be answering your questions. You can email us at absoluteworstpodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our website absoluteworstpodcast.com and click on the contact section. You can reach us through all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, what else? I think that's it. You guys are great. We always get your messages. Somebody recently asked, um, I sent a message in how long until it gets read on the show. They said on the air, which I was like, thank you so much for knowing that we have a radio show. Uh Um, We actually added that to our frequently asked questions on the website. When I say we, I mean Sarah did. Um, It's a great question. It's completely arbitrary. Like we kind of just kind of go with our guts in terms of what we're going to include in any episode. Sometimes and when she says we, she means Allison. it's me, really. Yeah, because Dana's not allowed into our email. So, but um, you know, we're going to get to it eventually, and we always get your messages. So please keep sending them. And now, one of the cool things about our new website is there's an option to put in your email address. And if you do that, I will email you and let you know when you're if we've read your question when it's going to be on the show. So. I'm it fucking sounds on. like a lot of work. I'm, I'm our secretary. Yeah, She's I'm the intern. I'm the secretary. <laughs> it's not a big deal. This is fake name Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. Okay. Oh, no. Banana Hammock? Uh, that would make more sense. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I just thought, I'm not going to make okay. fun of this Princess person. Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. Okay. FAQs and feedback. Fucking love that you added the open marriage bit to your frequently asked questions. That was all Sarah, by the way. <laughs> it's the whole reason I'm writing in. Also, having your website issue subsided or are pe- oh, also have your website issue subsided or are people still picky about how it's set up? My husband is a senior software engineer, so I'm sure I could pick his brain if you still have questions. I mean, wow. I don't know. Did you like what I think you saw when you went have there? Kind of stopped complaining though. Right? Kind, I mean, knock on everything. knock on everything. Yeah. Also, also. <laughs> I don't know why. Also, also. I've heard a few of the episodes when you have guests, and I have a comment for Allison. Uh-oh. Girl, I love to hear you talk. Your stories are always some form of epic, and you have be- the best comments. I have noticed that when you have guests on your show, we still tend to hear most of the content from your mouth rather than the guest having the majority. <laughs> Shut up, Dana. I'm not done reading. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. (laughs) She snorted. (laughs) I'm only up to episode 41, so this could have evolved and corrected itself. No. (laughs) (laughs) The last couple I listened to included Jess, Rona, and Brian something. (laughs) Just Brian. Never even heard his name. No. I love that they help to answer therapy questions and all that, but I would like to hear even more from the guest. Maybe they just haven't been big talkers and you guys need to fill the space. If you have an expert or any guest, really, I think it'd be awesome if you pushed them to give fuller answers. You could ask them follow-up questions to their therapy responses or even ask for similar experiences they've had in relation to a listener question or yours. Oh. I've already emailed you guys twice, tagged you on Twitter. By the way, thanks for the immediate follow-back. And I'm... St- oh, guess who's getting unfollowed, motherfucker? Not Jess- who's getting unfollowed. Nope, not true. 
and I'm starting to feel like a creep obsessed with your podcast and can't wait to catch up so I can start giving up giving up to oh up to date feedback number 1 if you're going to use up to date you want dashes they're called hyphens oh my God. up to date mm-hmm. feedback that's why we can't that's understand you so I'm sorry that I have to talk so much but somebody's grammar still, is all over the place still you're talking you're still talking <laughs> it makes me laugh because um I think it was Eric I know it was Eric and I think you had said what did he say about it or did he listen to it or something and I was like Eric Stone Street was a guest yeah. and he his only feedback was Allison needs to talk less. Oh. Did you tell and him what quieter. I said in response to that? I don't remember, probably. It was to eat a dick. Well, he mm. doesn't care. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, when we have a guest, Allison's so excited about you guys. Stop. She cannot, she talks louder. Yeah. Like, it's everything. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm. Here's the thing it's who I am as a person. Right. I'm not going to apologize for who I am as a person. Right. Will I let you talk in this episode, Molly? Maybe. It's not, who's to say? <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to. So that's not why what I'm you, here. Let's let's take her advice. What do you think, Molly? What's your experience with our podcast been? Does Allison talk too much? Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> oh, I've never seen Allison angrier. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry that you have to keep hearing my voice, but I have to keep reading your emails, which I have scored over. <laughs> scoured no. over? Scoured. Scored. Oh, is there music under there? Is, there is music? that what you mean? Are you scoring the music to these I'll emails? Score, I'll score the email. <laughs> Some <laughs> other <laughs> fucking <laughs> hate <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I didn't... So... Our previous episode was called the Dana episode. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean for this to be a shit on Allison episode, but it looks like it's <laughs> oh, going to be no. because this is also something else that has happened. Uh oh. So I recently said, and Molly can answer for us, that there's certain situations where you need to bring a gift. Mm-hmm. If you've been invited to a party, particularly if it's a paper invitation, uh-huh. you need to send a gift. Because something happened where I didn't go, but I sent a gift. What was that? Yeah, I don't it was remember. Somebody at your daycare's birthday or something. Yeah, yeah. They invited. You're right. Somebody at daycare. I didn't. The parent invited everyone to a off-site birthday party. I couldn't make it, but sent a gift. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's reasonable. I would never have done that. Thank you, Molly. Anyway. My daughter turned two yesterday. People brought gifts. I'll send thank you cards. Yes. Yes, that makes sense. Okay. So one of our other interns did a poll on Instagram oh. to see what people thought about this. Oh my god. If you receive an invitation but can't attend an event, is sending a gift required? Okay. This is from episode 58, and this was our um, – we have two Chicago interns. This is part due, Chicago okay. intern part due, uh-huh. that did this poll. 38% yes. Mm. 38%. 62% said no. It, yeah, no. For her event, she put wedding, baby shower, birthday party. Mm. Then she asked – if you receive an invitation but can't attend an event, is sending a gift required? No. F- this She said in sp- specific to weddings. Ah. Oh, well, wedding is different. Yeah. 42% of these, wait, sorry, 58% of these motherfuckers said no. Oh, boy. Oh, I don't know that I agree with 42 that. 42 said yes. I think wedding it's a little is a separate, its yeah. own thing. Gotta send a gift. Yeah. yeah. I agree. But not a children's birthday party. No. If you got a paper invitation for a children's birthday party and you couldn't go, you wouldn't send a gift. No. I I don't think so. And, and I wouldn't expect one from no. people. In fact, I'd be like, oh, man, uh, what do I do? Uh, yeah. Thanks. You shouldn't have done that. Well, I think also with kids' birthday parties, like, you get so many gifts mm. that it's actually a relief to me if a few yeah. people aren't coming. Because I'm like, good, that's a few gifts I won't be, a lot won't of, be getting. A lot of people these days say, please don't bring gifts. Yeah. and But even when you do, they'll bring them. Yeah. Like, yeah. For my daughter's first birthday party, we said no gifts same. and we got all gifts. Yeah. 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 Same. Yeah. And I will be honest when I, I when I it. when I see an invitation that says no gifts, a lot of times I still bring a gift. I know, and and that's the thing is when I see that, especially in the financial valleys of life, I'm mm-hmm. like, great, not bringing anything. And right. Then I see everyone coming in with gifts. Right. And so I just yell at them. I'm like, follow directions. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> Somebody are, needs to. Yeah. Are yeah. you a direction follower? Huh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Joe and I just got in an. An argument about this yesterday. Oh, he said I was a rule follower. Oh, you're a Dan Tipton. Like that's a bad. Like, and I have been called that before by other people who I'm not married to. Like, oh, you're such a rule follower. I'm like, yeah, that, yeah, we, yeah. That's funny. (laughs) 
I'm like, I get rules, and sometimes they make me feel bad, but sometimes I break them. <laughs> well, I think sometimes I break them, but it's never in a sort of like, you know, F you, I'm not doing this type yeah. of way. It's just like if it logically makes sense to do things a different way or whatever, I have no concrete examples of this. <laughs> but I don't think I'm like 100%, oh, that's the rule, I'm going to do it. Like I'm not a, uh, what's someone who does something Gee, anyone says? A, a Dexter? rule follower? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> oh but I God. do, I was reading over the paperwork for my daughter's new school. And I was talking to my husband about like absences and everything. And because we're going to be gone off of dates for Thanksgiving and stuff. And right. he's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but they they were really emphasizing, uh, you know, attendance and punctuality. And he's like, ah, you're a rule follower. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Yeah. I never uh, knew I was a Joe Canale. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Which it's weird because it seems like you would be a rule follower. Yeah, no, no. But you're not. It's just about, like, how I feel in the moment. Yeah, that's probably true, too, because yeah. sometimes you don't listen when people... This is why, actually, I'm talking so much is because you don't listen. And then, mm. so I feel like I have to talk more. Yeah, that could be true. And it's the same problem in my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> this is feedback in re- in response to episode two, Allison's ailments. Hi, ladies. I just recently found your podcast, and I've been listening to it from the beginning to catch up. I believe it was episode two where you talked about strangers asking women if they're pregnant. Ugh. If that's not the right episode. I apologize. I've listened to like 10 of them in the past week. Anyways, I had that happen to me and it was not great. I was at a cosmetics counter and the woman helping, I should put helping in quotes because she was not at all interested in doing that. Me randomly asked if I was pregnant. I wasn't, but I had, but I had also had a miscarriage the month before. So not only did I feel enormous, not a great feeling for anyone, but especially someone who has had an eating disorder for a long time. I was also reminded of my baby. Plus, my mom and my brother were with me, so my embarrassment over being fat, which objectively I don't think I was, was compounded by being thought of as fat in front of other people. It was miserable, and I have never bought anything from the company since. So yeah, I would actually have to see a baby coming out of a woman before I inquired about her pregnancy. Yes. Anyways, I love listening to you guys. I've been trying to think of an absolute yours, but I don't think most of my bad days are worth talking about. I mean, that one was pretty good. good. That was a pretty good yours. That's terrible. Why? Yeah. I don't understand. Are people still, still asking each other I, if they're fucking <laughs> pregnant? Pull back. Don't pull back. Ask anyone ever if you're in, unless you see a fucking umbilical cord coming out, don't ask. And this, she put, brings up the perfect reason why. Yes. She yes. had just had a miscarriage, you jerk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I go. I actually follow that rule to such a T that I am rude in the other way. Where like clearly someone is very like I, we had a neighbor upstairs from us, um, and we had our kids at the, around like two weeks apart. <clears throat> so then, uh, eighteen months later, she's clearly pregnant again. But I'm so mortified of like maybe she just hasn't lost the baby weight. Yeah, maybe, right, right. That I didn't say anything until I saw that kid come home totally. from the hospital. I yeah. said nothing, which was so rude. Like I certainly had the relationship with right. her and it was so obvious, but I was but she terrified. Yeah, that's on yeah. her yeah. to be yeah. like, oh, he's kicking. Right, right, right. And you're like, yes, the baby. Yes, like, you. But I'm with you. I totally get it. Yeah. And furthermore, I don't really think we should ever be talking about anybody's bodies. Yeah. Like I really just don't. You know, mm-hmm. somebody, it's funny, a girl that we both know, somebody had posted and been like, oh, wow, you lose, lost weight on her Instagram. And mm-hmm. she was like, no, bitch, had you had read it, I had said it was a throwback. And furthermore, you like, mm. wow. Yes. Ugh. Why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's appropriate to say you look tan, which I hope that wasn't offensive to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, if awesome, if, Allison, if, she no, got that, trapped in a tanning what? bed. <laughs> You reminded her. It is so funny, though, because that and like your hair is really getting long are two things that I have no idea how to respond to. Because I'm like, it's not a compliment necessarily. Right. right. It's just like, that is, that yep, is true. That is, that is an observation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or like, I think you can be like, 
I don't even know. It's almost like, can we even talk about each other's physical appearance anymore? Like, I don't know if it's appropriate because even when I've been like, you look great. They're like, thanks. I was in the hospital for 10 days. (laughs) Right. And you're like, forget it. (laughs) You know, like, I just don't think you can say Uh, anything other than I think you're a good person with a a good heart. Oh, thanks. It's someone else's heart. (laughs) Oh, she had a transplant (laughs) three years ago. After a tragic accident. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just not talk to each other anymore. (laughs) Okay, this one I'm super excited to hear what Molly has to say because I listen to people sometimes. It's not always just my voice. It's me listening as well. <laughs> oh, my God. Something snapped in you. Oh, boy. It's like when that person said you drooled. I'm very I know, upset. and I lost my mind. <laughs> it's not like I don't know that I talk all the time. Both my boss and my husband are like, ugh. And you, actually. And yeah. you. And you. All of Fuck us. Fuck everyone. Okay. Right. Hi, Allison and Dana. Thank And um, Molly. Thank you. Thanks so much for providing therapy. Oh, okay. So she was writing. Remember this girl was saying she was married and this guy kept trying to be friends. It was this guy named Dick. And he was like knocking and being like, let's go to the museum. Yes. Okay. Thanks so much for providing therapy regarding Dick. I haven't seen him since I wrote in and I still wonder what I'm going to say to him if I'm confronted with him again. My husband and I continue to listen every week and we really love your show. Keep up the great work, ladies. Thank Thank you. Feedback. So we have gotten, there's a couple questions out there that they're just, we're not done. We still get feedback all the time. Like a lot of times the week after I'll start to get a lot of responses, but there's been a couple items where the feedback keeps rolling in. Mm -hmm. This is one of them. It's the girl in the bagel store. Oh my God. This is in response to episode 54. Because I saw a girl in a bagel store. Oh, she knows. Oh, okay. Do you not? I, can you remind? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, I saw a girl in a bagel store midway. Oh, the way she was dressed? Yeah, her yes. shorts okay. were all the way up her crack. Got so it. this person says she's still being very judgy. <laughs> I felt conflicted about the feedback episode number 54 that brought up how Dana is put off by women who are barely dressed in public and Allison's belief that people have a right to dress however they want to dress. Just so we're clear, I'm literally only wearing a bra right now. <laughs> On a visceral level, I feel the same way Dana does. I don't like how a woman can command other people's attention just by providing glimpses of cleavage and... Did you just pull your shirt up? <laughs> Cleavage and butt cheeks, and I am very uncomfortable with it in public. On the other hand, I believe that people have a right to dress however they want to dress. We should not be ashamed of our bodies, and we should try to break the mold of what is socially acceptable. That being said, part of my conflict comes from being jealous. I was overweight most of my life, and I agree with Dana that overweight women are typically regarded as aesthetically gross, and I think it sets up a culturally inferior status that is unfair to voluptuous women. What is also conflicting for me is that when I was 11 and 12 and started to blossom into being a woman, I craved male attention and I was very vulnerable. Luckily, I had an overprotective dad and I really couldn't get into much trouble as a prepubescent girl. But I continue to be appalled at how some outfits for young girls and tweens are sexy. Short skirts and heels on a kindergartner. What the hell? Mm -hmm. I hate the double standard in our society that women should aspire to be beautiful while boys should aspire to be smart. And it starts young. I think this is apparent when you go to a mall and see what's in style for teenagers. Typically, the baggy, layered, sloppy look works for boys, whereas girls' outfits are tight and show so much skin. It reiterates this cultural assumption that girls' value is in their appearance, and it isn't important if you are a boy. I'm from the Midwest, so it's new to me here, but some women are running in bikinis while men run in baggy shorts and a t-shirt. Have you seen the difference between the men's and women's college basketball uniforms? Mm. Do you remember during the election how so many comments were made about how Hillary dressed and hardly anyone questioned Bernie Sanders or Donald Trump's dressing styles? Yeah. Women are finally allowed to report about sports, but if you watch female ESPN news anchors, they do not dress the same as the male news anchors. And I think that is true for any news reporting. It just seems more prevalent on the sports shows. It isn't fair and it pisses me off. A friend once pointed out that even women are preoccupied about how how other women look and dress, and maybe the real question is, why does it even matter? Perhaps if we all just stop judging women based on their appearances, we will create the change we want to see in our society. Wow. Super well written. So Very thanks well. for yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for that feedback. I thought it would be a good place to start. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. interesting too because both of you girls have daughters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a son, so it, it doesn't. Um, I don't have to worry about it as much yeah, when no, I'm shopping true. for his clothes yeah. and stuff, you know. Yeah, it it really ter- like just two days ago in the car, my daughter described something. I, I can't remember what it was, but I said, "Oh, that sounds cool." It had to do with her or something she was going to wear or her hair or something like that. I was like, "That sounds cool." She's like, 
cool is for boys, pretty and beautiful is for girls. Oh, no. Wow. And I, I was like, you can't even be cool? Wait, what? Yeah. Um, and, and it's really hard. And, and I'll say this. My four and a half year old daughter is one of the staunchest feminists I've ever met. Like, <laughs> it's really funny because we'll be watching a TV show and it's, you know, there's the one woman doing the weather and then three guys. And she's like, why is there only one girl? Mm. Like, she sees that stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's still ingrained in her. And what did you say to her when she said that? I said, well, co- anyone can be cool. Being yeah. cool isn't about. And and I said, and boys can be beautiful and girls can mm. be handsome. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They're just yeah. they're just all you know words that we use. Yeah. To describe things. Right. And she was still like, yeah, but I'm beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this actually, she said. I, I said, you are. You're beautiful and you're brave and you're strong and you're smart. And she goes, that's the girl you wanted and you got it. <laughs> Oh my god! Amazing! <laughs> ah, that's awesome! That is amazing. But it is. I I wouldn't buy. I went into some store, and there was this dress, and I was like, "Oh, she would love this dress. It's so pretty. She loves dresses." And it had just the, that like stupid cold shoulder yes. thing. Oh you know? yeah, the bra like, straps. I was like, why does she? Why I does won't a buy them. Four-year-old em. need this. Yes. Why do I need to sh- show off her exquisite shoulders? Yes. Like. <laughs> There's no, yeah. even if it was a sundress, that's fine. But something about the deliberate attempt to like show skin where it wasn't yes. initially going to be shown uh-huh. is just very weird to me. I'm with yeah. you. I, I, when I get clothes for Zoe, it literally just comes down to, is this age appropriate? Yeah. And when I do that, there's almost nothing I can get her. And I've seen the same thing with, so my daughter's birthday was yesterday and I sent her to daycare in her birthday outfit. I'm going to show you guys pictures. And it was, you know, a top and pants, honestly. It was like a tank top and it had sort of like ruffles and it was elastic. Mm -hmm. Well, they take pictures of her. You know, they have like a big party and a cake. In many of the pictures, they had moved her shoulders. They took the straps of her top and brought it off the shoulder. Wait, purposely? Yes. Because it was elastic and ruffly and maybe they thought like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's how... And oh. I haven't said any. I haven't been back there since. I don't know if I will. Right. I didn't download any of those pictures. But I was like, oh, I'm trying to send these pictures to my family. Right. I can't send these. And it was shocking. And and it's weird because this email was about my response to everyone can dress however they want. That's true. Uh-huh. But my daughter is two and yeah. I'm in charge of her. Right. And I will say that I'm actually very overly conservative with how she's dressed. Yeah. If I would wear it, she's not wearing it. You know, if I look at it and I'm like, oh, that's so cute. No, it's not happening. She's got shit with cats on it and Uh like stuff that is Peppa Pig and things that are age Age appropriate. appropriate. And even my girlfriend, we were shopping and she's like, oh, it was like a onesie and glitter. And I was like, she's like, it's so cute. I would wear it. I'm like, that's the problem. Right. And even her dresses, like if, if there's not something that goes underneath like bloomers or a pair of little shorts she's not wearing it yeah and and so it's weird i don't know if that makes me i don't think it does you know that once you're 18 and older and not my daughter i guess because even my own daughter if she's 18 and old but that's my kid i can do whatever i want i can i'm serious i can see it's interesting to me because you have such a um a reaction a strong reaction to this um and you said that you know your daughter said no you know i'm beautiful girls are pretty and beautiful whatever i i sometimes get on to allison for saying her perfect daughter Mm -hmm. because i feel like that is something she has to live up to if she hears Yes. And yeah. what makes perfection? Well, society is telling us right now it's off the shoulder elastic mm-hmm, right. and high heels, you know? Ugh. So like, is that what she thinks? She's like, oh, my mom calls me perfect. And this is what I see as perfection. What's been you mm-hmm. know, shown into my eyeballs. So that's what I need to be. Oh, right. it's going to be hellacious for sure. Yeah. And I was somebody who got you know, and I'm always so I, 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 I am feeling <laughs> like I'm just in a bra, but I have. You're perfectly covered. You Am I? On, yes. But like I'm even um, self-conscious a of it. And a because also when, you're, when it's your own thing, you look down and all you see is cleavage. So right. it's hard to to see what right. people are seeing. But um, I, dev- I was always a tomboy. I got boobs and a butt before everybody else. And I got a lot of unwanted yeah. sexual attention yeah. that I didn't really know where to put, you know? You guys, this really happened to me two weeks ago. I don't know if you guys remember on my Facebook, and I think I put it on Instagram too. I posted a picture of him, my son swimming and me. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and I just had a cover up on over my swimsuit and you could just see about three inches of my cleavage, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Now, 
Now, I had a cover up on over the swimsuit Mm -hmm. and still I got a million and one comments about Mm. and it wasn't super low. Like you couldn't even see the tops of my boobs. It's just that I have huge tits. Right, right. And so no matter what I wear, if it's fully covered, people are like, that's tight. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, there it is. But everywhere else it fits me. That's Mm -hmm. just how I'm made. Mm -hmm. Or if I wear a scoop neck that any other person would wear and nobody would think twice about, they're like, holy cow, cleavage. Yeah. But that's just the way I'm made. I'm not doing anything to make you look at it. It's just a lot. And that's why you would want people to be nice to you. So Girl in the bagel store, appropriate. A scoop, Allison, a scoop neck shirt is way different than my shorts being (laughs) way up my butthole. Oh boy, okay. I have a few things. Uh, One, (laughs) Allison and I both just turned to Molly and we're like, fix it. Settle this. Um, okay, here's the definitive answer. Um, this is a, a very clear issue. First of all, with kids, it's completely it's different. It's completely different. different. It that's, is. That's like a separate thing. Just I like completely agree. Bringing Great. gifts to a wedding is a different thing. Right. From a, from a birthday. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway. Um, that's totally different. Uh, I understand, like, basically, and I remember hearing when you guys talked about this the first time. Yeah. Right. I completely understand Dana's response to that. And Mm -hmm. I think in my head, I have that same response. Mm -hmm. And Allison, your response is what I tell myself of like, Mm -hmm. I don't like it. And in my head, I don't like it. But... And and mind morphs more into like ah, there's bigger problems mm, in the right. world. What but, triggered me on that too, just to clarify and revisit in case somebody hadn't heard that, was the response that the men around her right, were having. Right. That's what triggered me into like it's it's, ugh. it's almost like instead of you're doing me a disservice by dressing like that, I feel bad for someone who is like you're. This isn't the way you want to get attention. Yeah. But even that but now maybe sounds it archaic is. coming right. from my mouth because right. Allison says maybe they've worked really hard on their. That's body. right. Yeah. I no, and that's and that is what this comes down to is, and I think we're just we're in an era where stuff like this is like we have to let people do what they want if mm-hmm. it's not hurting anybody, and that is true. It's like everything I think, oh, I can't, I get this, I know exactly how I feel about it. It's like you don't want that kind of attention, but maybe she does, yeah, and, right. Because it's it's not like she fell into those clothes; like right. she made the decision to wear. Well, them. and I think the problem is sometimes, and I've absolutely met these women and have probably been this woman where you know, and and the the joke I feel like in the the phrase we overuse all the time, right, is like. Ugh, daddy issues. Oh, somebody's right, got daddy right. issues. Oh, she's blah, blah, blah. Um, I know a lot of women who struggle with perception and how they're being perceived and what people think about them physically. I know a lot of women and people have written into this show and said, I was always, I have this eating disorder because my mom had always told me that I need to be beautiful and I need to, right. so I get, you know, and maybe that's why I have compassion and I've certainly never had a, you know, that's not been my story. I'm not someone who's always dressed to the nines and just really <laughs> need to, you know, everybody to care how I look physically. I'm actually the opposite, but you know, I have a lot of compassion because whether, wherever they are in their lives, maybe they don't want that attention, but they don't know how else to get. Maybe they're working through. The reality is that's how they've dressed. They're yeah. an adult. We can be the, you know, if if we don't, I don't know. I just feel like it's like they, they get to do their thing, yeah. you know, and you don't necessarily know what demons they're struggling with. So the best I can do is just be kind to them and not to snicker and not to say that they're doing us a disservice or not to say that some guy can't, she might be getting that attention on them. One day she may like it and one day she may not. I know that's been my story, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. So I just feel like the best way we can manage those perceptions is to, as other women, just be, um, accepting and loving and not judgmental and, you know, yeah, it's Whatever. it's really hard. I, I this is my second example that I'm going to make about watching the news on TV. Um, <laughs> well, but, we but know you're true. a rule follower. It's pretty so. much yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I watch the news to know what I should know and how I should feel about it. Um, but I watch the news and I feel very old because I'm like, and and this speaks to the sort of uh, you know Hillary thing of like all these comments about what she's wearing and no comments on what the guys are wearing. So I started thinking about this watching like the Today Show. And I was like. Back in my day, when I watched the show, the women were in like blazers, yeah. also, yes. and now yeah. they're always in sleeveless cocktail dresses. dresses. Yeah, and I, I was like, why? Why are they dressing like that? And then I just was like, because they want to get on with life. But, but it, men have it so much easier sure, in terms of, of dressing for the workplace or the campaign trail or mm-hmm. whatever it is. It's mm-hmm. going to come down to like 
which tie or, mm-hmm. or what color you know, exactly yeah. and women i think there's such a struggle with like being professional but also if you're on tv you do have to look nice yeah, like right. people want that and i think it's it's just really hard and and my husband and i go back and forth cuz he always will like comment on something he we watch a lot he watches a lot of espn and will comment on something that someone's wearing usually sort of in that way of like, why are you wearing that? Yeah, yeah. And or the full makeup where you're like, yeah. you look like a streetwalker. I mean, What's it's happening? August and you're covering a football game. I get it. Like, put your hair up and, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. But but I sympathize with those women and I don't think it's this, I, I think it's a hard decision for them probably too of sort of battling like, what's my identity well, in this I don't situation? Even, well, and I don't think they have much control. That's what I was right. going to say. I don't I think, think that's their decision. The now we're getting yeah. into media yeah. and what that does. I mean, and, and you're right, there's so many different, it's like, they're different categories, actually. Mm-hmm. They really all are. And there's a great documentary on it, and I don't remember the name, but... Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find... Can you please look it up? And Katie Couric said it, but Katie Couric was like, I look back and I'm like, what was I wearing? Like, right. her hemline was like right past her ass. And she's yeah. like, is that appropriate? But... Uh, so, Sarah, look it up. I think it might be on HBO. It's some documentary about sex and... Katie Couric? Be, yeah, because mm-hmm. it, it, it talked about the news anchors and... She'll figure it out. Probably. Is it called I don't think Sexy News? Thinking. It's called Sexy News. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forget, but I'll know it when I hear it. Okay, we're gonna keep. Um, I know that America Inside Out. No, <laughs> it's something. I'll find out later, and I'll put it in the show Gender notes. Revolution? Nope. Mm. Stop. <laughs> Just stop. I feel everything. like that's it. No, it literally isn't. <laughs> I'm gonna. It's called like Reputation or get. Getting to I do. Shake, I don't bo- shake your body more. It'll fall mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing that I always just feel bad about is how jealous. Yes, misrepresentation. Good job, Sarah. Oh, cool. It's called misrepresentation, and it's all about women's how they're being perceived in media and online and all these things. It's really good. Hmm. Um, it blew my joke that I was going to make, but still, it's good. <laughs> so um, we're going to get into the therapy part of our show, but I think we already started that a while back. So this is fake name <laughs> Shallow Gal. Okay. This is subject line, help me. A lot of ease. Oh, boy. (laughs) Guys, I need some serious help, and I feel like an asshole about it. I've been dating a guy for about six months. He is a dream. My whole life, I have entered into narcissistic or abusive relationships one after the other, and I finally had enough. I wasn't even interested in dating again, but somehow this wonderful man fell into my lap. Okay, girl. I was skeptical at first, but knew I had to try something different since my typical type is obviously douche prick. Time for a nice guy. He is attentive, but gives me the space I need. I need a lot of space. Showers me with compliments, cute love notes, Surprises me with flowers, spends time with my family, gives me massages. Honestly, if it doesn't work with her, I want him. Right. Even though I can be such a heinous bitch for no reason and get the big... You get the picture. The first time in my life, my parents have actually initiated conversations about my future marriage. My friends absolutely adore him. Another first. The problem is that he has some serious dental issues. <laughs> oh. And I have no idea how to address it. I love everything else about him so much that I've been able to look past this. But as I'm starting to realize that this is that this guy is like five seconds from proposing to me for real, I am also realizing that the issues with his teeth are like an elephant in the room for me. I feel like it already is affecting my attraction to him. And I don't want that because he is amazing. Since I know Allison is probably moaning about how she doesn't know what these teeth issues are bad yellowing of the teeth like candy corn Allison stop you're gonna vomit and then we're all gonna obvious gingivitis swollen red gums and buildup of plaque and whatever else I'll do everything in my power not to examine too closely as far as I can tell he currently has normal dental hygiene practices but very obviously did some horrible damage to his mouth in the past and needs to see a dentist that kind of stuff can be hereditary too sorry go ahead one time very early in our relationship his gums started bleeding so bad he ended up leaving my house abruptly I took this as an opportunity to urge him to see a dentist but didn't go overboard about it and he just made an excuse about not having dental insurance how do I bring this up without seeming like an awful witch Wow. That is tough. Yeah. I'm going to let Molly go first. I mean, I... (sighs) God. Because I I get it. I get it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that. you know how I am about mouths. I love mouths. Oh, 
But if you are going to spend any time in there, (laughs) you know. Yeah. I I mean, I think approaching it from the medical side of like, I care about your health. Yes. Because all that stuff, like the health of your teeth, it's not just cosmetic. Yeah. Right. And him not having dental insurance is certainly tough. I like can you can you get him a dentist appointment for mm-hmm. like a major holiday or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I just I there it, it's really hard because it seems shallow to be like, oh, it's just an appearance thing, but it's not just an no. appearance thing. No, and also we are we have to be attracted to our to our right. partner. Totally. Right. But she clearly was. Like it wasn't enough to stop her from dating right. him in the first place. Correct. But it is it's really tough like because it takes years to get to the point where you're like what's going on with your body (laughs) (laughs) i mean you got it how long have you been married um five years and how long have you been together 10 years okay yeah yeah and and now it's just like what's that lump on your head (laughs) (laughs) but but especially like we're both in our 40s so at this point it's all health related sure we have to get you to the doctor always been there yeah Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's the only thing I can think of is like addressing it as a health issue. And, mm-hmm. but it, that is a tiptoe. Do they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think t- that's the best way to like, just because this is true. Allison, why are you laughing? I haven't <laughs> I, even said I, anything because yet. Because I... Mm-hmm. Usually disagree with Dana, but now you agree with Molly, so now I have to put the smack down on listen, both of you. Oh, listen. man. I think the best way to approach it is medical and just say, I want us both to, like, catch up on everything, you know, get our physicals, go to the dentist, maybe get him a Sonicare mm-hmm. toothbrush because that's Sonic. <laughs> Yeah, it's the, it's the oh, and cutting also, edge technology of Sonic, which is also the sponsor of our show. We wish Molly could. I'm also going to shout out another another product I own. Um, I also have a travel size water pick. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. not like the big thing on your yeah. counter. It literally just fits in my purse if I yeah. want it to. And I got to tell you, I love it. Mm. Yeah. It's really, I I can feel immediately now if something is stuck in, in my teeth mm-hmm. and it drives me insane. I have to get yeah. it out. That's how clean it keeps them so like humble brag well she's like my teeth are so clean i would never (laughs) have this problem it's just that they're pristine i've (laughs) never seen anybody that's not true maybe um work some flossing into your foreplay yeah exactly (laughs) that's sexy right let's floss floss each other but it is like she could buy two one for herself and say i loved this and i got one for you yeah or these were on sale it was buy one get one which honest to god they really usually are at costco i was gonna say that's where where we get our sonic hair is at costco and for real Problems in your mouth, teeth problems yeah. and stuff can be linked to real medical issues. That's the truth. And I think the uh, how long have they been dating? Six months or something? Yeah. I thought she's six is months. That I true? think she said not very second. long. But I yep, do six months. I do think as uncomfortable as it is in whatever approach, you have to say something mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. once you're married, it will anything that slightly bothered you before will and then you to your grave. And then like, you'll be mean. Yes. Yeah. And then you're like, what's wrong with your teeth? Yeah. yeah. And also, obviously, and she, you know, this is not a reason to leave a relationship. Right. You, right. you know, but you that's do. that's what's so hard about yeah. it is it's like, obviously, I'm going to, I'm in it, but you want to say something because it's a serious thing. Yeah. So what? Uh, this is my, obviously I'm a little curt as people know. <laughs> and th- this is an example of something that happened with my husband. When he moved in with me, he would get mail. Like Now, because, is this okay for you to tell? Who's to say? Okay. I don't know. Oh boy. As we've previously established, my husband doesn't know that this show exists. Right, He's right. never going to listen to it. He just thinks it. I come over every week yeah. with toys. <laughs> That's on him. Yeah. I think this is fair game, but I mean, I already talked about his dick. So like, what? Who cares? <laughs> So uh, he would get mail with his name on it, and I'm OC. We know how mail works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most people do. Well, I, you know, I don't have a lot of boundaries. We've we've established that I don't like people with boundaries because I don't have boundaries, and then those people kind of get in my way because I'm like, what are you doing with these boundaries? It's not acceptable. Okay. So he gets this the mail with his name on it, and in the beginning, I'm like, oh, it's clearly a bill. Like, I'm having a panic mm. attack. Open your fucking mail. Like, don't oh. be a psycho. Okay. And so I'd be like, oh, it's mail. Oh, that looks like I think you get some mail. You're going to open your mail? Because he wouldn't open it right away. No, he would never open it. And finally, one day I got so mad, I opened his mail. Do you know what was in this mother? It was a fucking last notice going to collections for $25. Oh, my God. From a podiatrist. Oh, Oh my word. So I say to my husband, I'm like, dude, what, what is happening? He's like, they didn't fix my foot. 
Oh my god! So he just wasn't going to pay it. What? What do you mean they need to fix your foot? You it doesn't matter. You have to. You have. This is how doctors work. You know what I mean? Like you, you go there and they tell you things, and maybe it works, and maybe it doesn't. It's called practicing medicine. You still have to pay them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like you can't just be like you didn't cure my cancer. I'm not paying you. Like right. that's not how that works. <laughs> So I went on a tear and started opening all of his mail. Then I went on. Now he's not allowed to touch the mail and I pay all the bills. Then I went into his credit <laughs> karma. Oh, no. <laughs> this motherfucker. So I whipped that situation into shape. It took literal months, if not yeah. years. Yeah. Okay. So if Robbie had a mouthful of teeth, you weren't happy. I'd be with. like, bitch, here's what we're going to do. Tuesday at 10, you have an appointment. I'm not fucking around. And I also think in a nicer way, you're, it's like, because I know that doesn't maybe seem nice, but it is. I'm here to take care of you, but that's what it is. I'm here to take care of you. I'm your spouse. I'm your girlfriend. I want to take care of you. I love you. I want everything you know, to be good. And to just yeah. be like, hey, here's what's happening. You know, I don't know, obviously, what this girl's uh, personality is if this is too abrasive, but I do. There's certain things with my husband. He has n- almost no idea how to contact his doctors. Do you mm, know what I mean? Right, like right. those are things that fall into my jurisdiction. So it's like when the week comes up, I'm like, don't forget you have a doctor's appointment on Friday at this time. I've mm-hmm. already gotten your insurance to them. They know everything wow. that's happening. Dan like, tipped him one time. I was procrastinating on a lady appointment and he just called me one day and said, I, I made an appointment. Yes, You're going on Friday. Yes. So I just think you know, even if you can present it in a nicer way of like, I love you so much. I know this. I remember the day that your gums were bleeding. I know this is a place that I know you don't have a dentist. I went ahead, you know, I don't know. Are you living together? Can you put them on your insurance? A lot of people don't have dental insurance, actually. It's not like universally a thing people have. And the price isn't too much different, you know? So do maybe unless you have to have major stuff done, which it sounds like he does. Right. Still, you're going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. My husband changed dentists because there was a Groupon nice. <laughs> for a dentist in our neighborhood. And he and he didn't have dental insurance at the time. Yeah. And he still goes there. Yeah. Wow. So that's a possibility too. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I think we're all maybe saying the same thing from different perspectives, but, you know, addressing it from the place of a medical issue and also in a, a way of like caring. I guess what we're saying is just stop talking to him and forget it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I gathered from that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Let, oh, I was going to say, I'm as riveted to know what happens in this situation as I was about the girl who had never had sex with her husband. I know. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I need to know. hear back. I have I knew to what's know. what's going on. Yeah, I have to Maybe know. some before and after pictures. Yes. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a before and after picture of her face of like, here's how I felt before and okay. here's how I feel after. That's fair. How That's did right. this episode fly by so fast? Because I, I didn't know. feel like we get to, we, that was our only therapy question but like what happened we just were talking i feel like maybe we've offered other sometimes people don't ask us questions but we just offer therapy did we do that i don't know it's hard to say we talked about women a lot and Mm. then you know just important a barrage of other things um we have uh we like to end our shows with something called absolute yours uh it's a name that has gotten a lot of traction recently people (laughs) are very into it uh these are your crazy absurd absurd (sighs) sorted just shut up and send me your weird fucking stories um have you been telling your friends about our show a lot of you are emailing me directly and telling me to stop yelling at you um no that's others of you are telling me to just generally (laughs) stop talking which is weird because that's the medium i've chosen so sorry about it and thirdly um i love all of you and i want you to um just do yourself a favor. Walk out your front door. Um, go next door. See what's going on there. Knock on their door. Tell them about our podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think that's the best thing for us, even, if people start weirdly knocking yeah, on their true. neighbor's door. Okay, just put us on. You know how they have, like, those. Is anybody in a secret Facebook group? Where yeah. Like, mm. Have you told people about our podcast on uh-uh. Dana? It's a mommy group. Okay, well, oh. can you and tell a murder group. Can you Wait, tell the, the murder same? mommies? No. Oh, okay. It's called murder mommies. Their murder moms mommies? would have been murdered. Um, oh, oh, wow. That got dark real <laughs> quick. About it. But Molly, you have yeah. a story that you want to share with us. Yes. And this, uh, thank you for introducing me as a rule follower because this uh, plays in perfectly. Yes. So um, uh, I don't want to brag, but we have a Costco membership. Okay. Um, hence That's the, fancy. Hence the Sonicare toothbrushes. We have a, an abundant supply of. Okay. Um, and I... Uh, Get gas there for my for my car. Sure, yeah. um, it's cheaper. It is. Yeah. It's usually like twenty to thirty cents cheaper than the cheapest other place. Yeah. So and sometimes you have to wait in a line 
Um, sometimes you don't. It just depends on when you go. But the one near me, um, maybe within the past year or so, it used to be that there were two pumps in each line. And in some of the lines, they added a third one, which was a great idea, uh, barring the fact that sometimes you have to like parallel park into the middle pump. Mm. If that's the one that's empty. Available, yeah. Right. So there, they have since fixed this issue. But in the far right... There were three pumps, but there was no sort of margin to the right. So you couldn't pass anybody mm. to get to the pumps. Oh. So if someone was pumping in the last uh, at the last pump and the two in front of it were open and you're in line, you just have to wait. Oh, there's no way to get to it without <laughs> oh, like okay. driving through some hedges or something. Mm-hmm. So I uh, was waiting in that line and I pulled into there was someone at the first pump and then Uh, I pulled into the second pump. The person at the first pump pulled away as I was sort of finishing up putting gas in my car. And as this is happening, I watch a car come in through the exit of the gas line. Oh, there is nothing that makes me matter. (laughs) And back in Mm -hmm. to the spot in front of me. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I had just finished, like literally put the gas thing back in the pump and was walking into my car and he starts backing into this spot. Now, I generally have a very even temper, um, but there's something about, and I feel like one of you said, that, like, there's something about, like, injustice. Yes. Mm-hmm. That I, 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 it's a trigger. I just, it just, a switch goes off. So the first thing I do is I lay on my horn. <laughs> like, like, I just died in the car and it's my head on it. Like, like just, hey. Um, and then, like, a few, like, quick taps or whatever. Uh-huh. And nothing. It doesn't matter. And I see the guy just kind of casually get out of the car mm-hmm. and look at me. And an attendant has sort of peeked over to see what's going on. I honk again. And I I think I open the window. Oh or I might God. have opened my door. And I was like, you can't do that. I yes. Can't, I can't yes. get out. I support that. And he just looked at me and didn't even say anything. He just shrugged. No. And kind of smiled. No. So I... Got out of the car. And I said, are you fucking kidding me right now? And then I said, this is not how society works. Of course you did. (laughs) And everyone at Costco is looking at me. One of the attendants finally comes over, probably more because they're concerned about me yeah, probably. than him. Um, but he says to the guy, like, yeah, you're not supposed to do this. And yeah. the guy's like, how would I have known? And the attendant's like, there's signs yes. everywhere that <laughs> yeah. say, do not enter. Do not enter. <laughs> but they didn't make the guy let me out. So yeah. I had to sit in my car and wait for him. this asshole, like, slow plays getting gas. Ugh. And then another guy gets out of the passenger side of the car. So as I'm sitting there, my heart like racing because I've just yelled at everyone at Costco. Um, I'm like, for I don't know what this is going to do, but I'm like, I'm going to take a picture of his license plate. And I get out my phone <laughs> to take a picture. Amazing. And the other guy, same fucking smirk on his face, just stands in front of his license <gasps> plate and just looks at me with his arms crossed like, I don't think so. And so then they're done and they drive off. And then the worst part was it was such an anti-climax because I was like, well, I guess I'll leave. I guess I'll go now. <laughs> and the kicker is that it was, I was actually filling my husband's car with gas the service, right? Acts, yes, of service. acts of service. But but actually, it was a Sunday, and I had been home all day with our daughter, and he had like played a softball game or something like that. And so he was actually trying to help me get out of the the house, and he was oh, like, relax, "I want to go to relax." relax. Oh. And I came back like screaming my head off. Oh. And so I just think of myself like uh, someday I'm going to run into someone at Costco who's like, "That's the lady who screamed at this." <laughs> is how society works. I get you so hard. I am that crazy woman at the gas station that will wag my finger at oh. you if you start to come in the wrong way and I'll and I'll put my hand up and go no no <laughs> it says exit yeah no this is yeah. so funny because I think of myself as a pretty I'm not confrontation averse like I'm fine being confrontational or to like directly approach a problem you couldn't public interactions with people oh god I'm for no it no fucking way and as a matter of fact I've had more than one time where someone's fighting me for a spot and I go yeah no no I'll I've be, gotten out of my car and said no I'll get out of my car and say by all means <laughs> because you're insane <laughs> By all means. Oh, did you need that? Like, because you can see him being like, and I'll roll down the window and be like, did you need to park here? 
I would absolutely love to let you park here. I hope you have a great day. <laughs> no, because I'm like, you're fucking crazy. You're not wrong. And you're, you're right, going to go but... postal on someone when people get that. I will walk yeah, I'm not up. saying you're, possible, you're no. a beautiful person. It was and like <laughs> everyone should have been concerned. <laughs> I know. But what they uh, did was wrong. Yeah, but, I know. I know. But and they mess true. up everyone but else for like, their own convenience. Yes. But yeah. you don't know when somebody's going to pop off. You're and right. And I got a kid yes. in my car. You're right. By all fucking means, park there. And I never would have done day. it if my daughter was in the car. Oh, totally. Yeah, no. But but the, it just flipped a switch. And I do. And it's so funny because my husband does stuff all the time where like he'll just lay on the horn because yeah. someone is doing something stupid. And I'm like, you just don't know who's in that totally. car. You don't yeah. know if they're going to yeah. follow you home yes. or whatever. I but, I, yeah. I'm bad. I will walk up to a person <laughs> and go. I'll walk up to a person and go, you know that you may, you're not supposed to come in here and you made this difficult for everyone around you. It literally is painted in giant yellow letters. Yeah. Do not enter. Yeah. And now no one, I will explain to someone for 20 minutes why they are so wrong. Do you, th- are you um, somebody who's confrontational in life? Terrified of it. And what about you? <laughs> no, I'm pretty confrontational. <laughs> because my theory is, do you think that if you were more upfront in your life, in relationships, you wouldn't scream at people in grocery stores. Uh, possibly, I, I hold mm. on to a lot of things and then just let it. Yeah, slam you're not. Out. You think you're I not. don't think I am, but I have a real problem with justice and what's yes. fair and yeah. and everything, and it's not cool. Like I've been called out for that before. Where are you staring <laughs> at me? So terrified. <laughs> I'm just nervous. I'm yeah. nervous for everybody for involved. That- we, my husband's like that, and it drives me completely crazy. I'm like, you can't have crazy interactions with strangers. It's not appropriate. Yeah. And we were at like the seventh circle of hell, which is the Trader Joe's, Walgreens, mm. and Glendale. Uh-huh. And we were going in, and it was like we were coming in, and everybody else was exiting out, but we were going directly into a parking spot. So somebody let me. They were leaving, but they let me go to get in the spot. And a woman was standing there, like oh an eighty-year-old woman. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I'm dry." And she was just like, "Not gonna no, move." She was holding it for. Somebody. And then Robbie rolled his window down and said, "And I was like, don't you dare speak to a woman. <laughs> don't you? I don't care. You do. I'm not gonna be." In a car with a man who's yelling at a woman. It's not appropriate. Mm. So we leave. We go. I find a spot to do. I'm in the Trader Joe's. The same woman is now no. with her friends. She asked me, are these good? The appetizer. <gasps> she didn't listen to me. And I was like, oh, God, I don't I don't know. I'm going to go. Super weird. <laughs> I'm walking out and another person has confronted her and like was the car behind me and was like that poor woman was trying to get her Good. spot and you but I was just like you know what if you oh, stay yeah. out of the way it's all gonna be fine I was the second woman <laughs> <laughs> Molly you've been a delight yes, thank you so for giving fun. us books I'm so You're excited welcome. thanks for having me oh, we've I'm been so excited to be excited here. to have you we went and listened to Molly moderate a thing yeah we talked about it on the show, on the show. Yeah. You're just, yeah you're super talented and lovely and a delight oh thank you you're welcome thank you for agreeing with everything that I said and I'm uh-huh. sorry you weren't able to get a word in. It's just who I am as a person. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Oh, my God. Sarah, Allison, Molly. What? I love you. Ugh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Shut up and sit down. I love when I have a good reason not to go places. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> she never wants to go anywhere unless it's like working out. I Ooh. do like to work out. Actually, on no, Thursday morning at 8.45 a.m., I'm going to be at Orange Theory if you want to come. No. No. 